today I want to talk to you about what you do when God is silent. So have you ever had those times when you just seemed to pray and pray and you just weren't getting any direction or you weren't hearing from God or you just are trying to be close to God because the word says, you know, come close to God and he will come close to you and yet you feel like you're just distant and so that's what I want to talk to you about because I am, I was just talking to my wife about this the other day. I am just getting ready to finish up the longest fast that I've ever done in my life. Um, it's a 40-day fast. It started off as a 21-day Daniel fast, which I've done b- before. But when I got to 21 days, I really hadn't felt much direction or much guidance or much more of a connection to God. And I've never had that happen. I've done multiple fasts in my life. And almost always, well, always before this one, I've really felt the presence of God. I've really heard his voice. And um, and this time, it's as though God was silent. And, you know, at first it was, I was waiting. You know, I was waiting for him to show up. I was waiting for a word from him. I was waiting to hear from him. I was waiting for his presence. And then as time went on, and as I kept praying, I kept being in the word, I kind of got to the point where I don't I don't think he's going to give me much of his presence this time because I think he wants me to learn a little bit about what to do in the in the valleys, what to do in the silence, what to do when you don't hear God's voice, what to do when you feel like you've been abandoned by God. And there's there's different valleys in your life that you're going to go through. And if you look at scriptures, you know, God, he doesn't always show up and talk until the end. Think of, let me think of a couple examples. Um, Job, you know, Job was crying out to God. His friends were coming and saying, Job, just curse God and die. And he was saying no. And then eventually God shows up. God shows up in his wonderful power and says, where were you when I created the earth? Where were you when I did this and I did that? Who are you? Because I'm God. I'm the Lord Almighty. And I think sometimes that's we have to remember that. We're not entitled to anything. And so, you know, what's another example that always comes to my mind is, is um, Jesus. Jesus was never in a rush to get anywhere. Because I, I think the perception of time is different for God. You know, I'm, I'm getting through this fast and I'm like, hmm, 40 days. And, you know, before the fast started, I've wanted to be closer to God. So it's been a while since I've really felt God's presence in a powerful way. And so I'm just still in the valley. But you know what I'm learning is that you can still be faithful in the valley. Because, you know, God is around us. And God, God permeates the existence that he created. So he's in everything. You know, if, if you're underwater, he's there. If you're in space, he's there. If you're in your car, he's there. If you're praying, he's there. And it's kind of like, let's say you're, have you ever been talking to somebody and somebody else was in the other room and they, they might have overheard you, right? You didn't feel their presence, but they were still there. And that's kind of like how God is. He's always there. He's always listening. He's all, it doesn't matter if you notice that he's there. He is still there. And our job is to um, 
live a righteous life. Our God is to live as free from sin as we can and to serve Him. And and to do our best in doing that. And it doesn't matter if He's silent. We just keep on taking one step forward and doing the best that we know how to do. And if you're not in the Scriptures, you got to get in the Scriptures. Because one thing that I've kind of thought about as I've been going through this is... I've prayed a little bit about some direction, but I've, and this is just an intellectual thing because like I said, I really haven't heard a whole lot from God, but looking at scripture, I think sometimes God just wants to say something once, you know, it's like when you tell your kids to do something, do I really need to repeat myself? You know, or if you have subordinates at work, you ask them to do something, you don't want to have to say it five times. So I'm looking at the direction that I'm going in my life and some of the things that I'm doing like um, creating this content, um, building a team, helping people earn residual income. I feel like God asked me to do that. And so until he tells me not to do it, I'm going to keep doing it. That doesn't mean that I need confirmation from him every month or two. Like, is this what you still want me to do? Like, he told me to do it. So you just keep on doing it. It's kind of like if you're at work and your boss asks you to do X, Y, Z on Fridays, and it's a recurring thing, do you go to them every Friday and say, you still want me to do this? No. You just keep doing it until they tell you to stop or until they come to you and say, okay, I want you to tweak this and and change this a little bit and start doing it this way. And so that's kind of like how I feel, I've been feeling lately, is like if God's asked you to do something and then he goes silent, that's because you're either not doing it and he doesn't want to repeat himself or you are doing it and there's no reason to repeat himself. It's kind of like at work, again, which is a great example of this kind of thing, is no news is good news. You know, sometimes people say, well, there's not enough praise that goes around work. And that may be true in a lot of places, but what I always like to think is if nobody's saying anything to me, then I'm doing a good job, right? Because I'm doing something wrong They're going to come tell you. They're going to say, hey, why are we doing things this way? And so that's kind of how I feel. If God's put a a dream or a purpose or something in your heart that he's asked you to do and you're working diligently towards doing it, then there's not a whole lot more to say about that. Just keep doing it. And then when it comes to living, you know, do we really need deep conviction in our life to know when we're doing wrong. If you're in the word, you don't. If you're in the word, it'll bring that conviction because you'll you'll know that you're doing wrong and it'll, you know, the spirit of God will bring things to you. But if you're in the word a lot and I'm just over the last couple of years really got into the Bible and, and developed a love for the Bible and I hope that it just continues. But um, you are you are constantly learning things that go against the grain of the society. There is God's way and there is society's way. And they do not align. But you don't know that if you're not in the Word. So, but the Word is kind of like the same type of thing. Like, he already said it once. You know, some stuff is very clear in the Scripture. And if you read it and you don't get it, or you're not listening or doing it, there's no reason for him to tell you again. You know, it's it's right there in black and white. He's given us a manual for living life. So anyway, um, 
I titled this podcast like what to do when God is silent and I I think the answer to that is to not get frustrated you know it God is God's not like a friend that goes dark on you and isn't calling you back God is everywhere always at all times so even though you can't hear God and you can't feel God's presence and maybe you're going through a dark moment or you're going through a valley what I want to encourage you with is he's still there he's still there with you Um, he just wants you to learn something from the silence or he wants to test you and see what you're going to do while you're in the valley and so all you can do is do all you can do and do the best that you can because it, it may be a test or it may be like a coach at the gym he might be developing some perseverance in you or he might be developing a part of your character. You know, whatever it is, just trust him. And if he's silent, he's probably silent for good reason. Because he is God and we are mortal. You know? It's like one of my favorite scriptures whenever um, I think it's Moses is supposed to go talk to Pharaoh. And he's like, well, who, who am I supposed to say is sending me? And God says, you tell him I am sent you. I am who I am. You know, that's like, that's like, I don't have to explain myself to anybody. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And one day every knee will bow and confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. I love when the scripture just shows how much power God has. But sometimes I think we need reminders that we, we are mortal and he is God. And if he wants to be silent, he can be silent and... And we just have to accept that. And that creates, um, it takes away some of our pride and, and reminds us that we're just should need to be humble and need to let him teach us what we want him to teach us or what he wants to teach us rather. So anyway, God bless. If this was, um, I might've rambled a little bit on this, but if this was something that you found value in, please share it with somebody. Leave me a rating or review. Go back and listen to some of my other podcasts and I will see you on the next episode.